Hello. Okay. Um, today I wanted to talk about letting things go. And basically, what made me think of this is that April is like the start of the astrological new year. So you know how you've got like Chinese New Year and then you've got like, I don't know, like Western New Year. Um, and they're all like kind of different places, like ours is in January. And I'm not sure when Chinese New Year is. I'm uncultured on that, so I apologize. But astrological New Year is always in April at the start of Aries season. And if you don't know much about astrology, neither do I, but what I do know is that Aries is a fire sign. Um, it's also, I think, I want to say it's cardinal as well, which means that it's very, like, headstrong and will do its own thing regardless of the consequences, pretty much. Um, and this is why they talk about, like, breakup season or, like, meeting new people season. Like, I don't know what they call it, but there's a name for it where this this April... I would say, like, late March, early May period is where a lot of relationships break up. A lot of people realise their situations aren't what what they want anymore. So, like, their jobs aren't working for them or their friendships aren't what they used to be or their home life needs changing. Like, a lot of people encounter a lot of change around this April-May period, um, like, historically. And I think... Obviously, there are extraneous variables aside from the fact that it's Astrological New Year um, because I know there'll probably be someone being like, yeah, but, like, astrology's fake. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably going to be someone thinking that. But what I mean is that around this time of the year, we're looking for newness and like we kind of realise what isn't kind of working there's like a gaelic festival or something like i think it's gaelic let me just look it up quickly it's called beltane and i always find for myself oh may day so first of may yeah so exactly what i was saying um i always find that on beltane like things start happening again i don't know like it's really hard to explain but like with my spirituality it kind of like rises and falls and like throughout the winter it kind of like almost like takes time off I don't know like it like chills out a little bit and then it's always around Beltane because I mean I've been doing this for like two three years now so I kind of I'm starting to see patterns in that sense it's always around Beltane where weird shit starts happening again or I start hearing things and seeing things and like you know like I experience these new things coming through or whatever and it's also I feel like historically this time of year, if you look at, like, animals being born and, like, spring and, like, it's all about newness and, like, new life and new starts and new beginnings and new journeys and, like, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about these new opportunities and I think a big thing that comes along with that that a lot of people struggle to speak about or don't speak about or don't want to speak about is that when you start something new, you often have to let things go as a response like to that. Um, one of my friends, Freddie, he used to talk about vacuum theory. Um, I can't remember the name of the theorist or the philosopher, or I don't know, 
he was much better at that than I was at remembering the names, but he told me that this theory, I think I've spoken about it before, but it was basically that when, so say for example, like your life is like a vacuum um, and it's just like, a, like I always imagine it as like a circle and it's like, you know, you've got like air particles in the circle and all these different air particles are the things that you take up your time doing. So the circle is like your time and how you manage your time and all the little particles are like, the things that you do to manage it. So I don't know, working or spending time with certain friends or spending time with family or hobbies. You know, do you know what I mean? Like there's all these different things that make up your time and your being. And he, this theorist was saying that just the same way that air particles will fill a space, when you take something out of your life, when you remove something out of your life, by law something has to fill it because the air particles will just and I know like things aren't air particles but just follow me on this one air particles will just fill the space so but obviously that takes a bit of time so you know how like I don't know if in school they ever did that thing where they would like spray deodorant at you and then like for a couple seconds you couldn't smell it and you could smell it because the air particles filled the room it's kind of like that in a sense where you know how like I don't know you break up with someone or you get broken up with or you um have a falling out with a friend or you I don't know like some someone or something or you change job and you don't have a job for a while something leaves your life there's like that period at the beginning of like loss and emptiness um and I think what really helps me is to realize that that is just the new air particles filling my space if that makes sense, like that's the way that I imagine it. It's almost like I needed to clear out a space for something new to come in. Do you know how they always say like, um, the reason that all these doors are slamming in your face is to make you like see the one that's opening for you so that you don't pick the wrong one, kind of like that. And I mean, this is something that I think a lot of people struggle with is change and loss and new beginnings. I mean, even though we do new things all the time, I feel like we we have like a we have like an affinity towards stability. I feel like like stability to us is safe and it's predictable, and our bodies like that. Like our bodies want to be in a familiar place with familiar people doing a familiar thing because physically in the 3D that's that's where like the least danger comes in and you kind of got to remember that we're all like technically primitive like we're not because we're not socialized to be that way but we are all primitive beings biologically there was a period of time where we were running away from snakes and spiders and you know and it's like when you get to know the spiders around you and you know that they're not poisonous it's like a sense of security so i just squeaked i don't know if anyone i don't know if anyone heard that my body just made a squeak um but yeah and then and then you see a spider that you don't know and you're like is this going to hurt me is this not going to hurt me i don't know because i have had a spider that has bit me before do you know what i mean it's the same with friends or new relationships, or new jobs, you don't know if a new job's going to be good for you, or right for you, or whatever, and basically, the way I see it, is anything that we do in life can be traced back to our primitive origins, <laughs> and this is kind of 
peak because we're not primitive like by nature anymore like we're primitive by nature but we're not primitive in the sense of how we're living you know like we can't apply these old mechanisms and these old tools that served us for hundreds of thousands of years to our lives anymore and then again that goes for change we don't want to change the old ways that we think and i think this is a big thing for like parliament and governments is all of these old structures and these old like yeah there's all this old infrastructure and these old laws that worked perfectly fine or i don't know if they did but seemed to work for older generations or in the industrial revolution or hundreds of years ago when life was completely different they're outdated now and I feel like a big thing with life is you kind of got to learn when things aren't working (laughs) like you've got to learn when things are outdated and they're not working the way they used to and you know how like in movies they'll be like I don't know I don't know why I'm getting like a detective movie I don't even know what movie this is but they'll be like a detective and he's like the best on the block whatever and then he'll go in, sorry, I've just woken up, by the way, which is my, my voice probably sounds like shit, but he'll go into, like, um, like, his job or something, and they'll have hired, like, a young, hip, new detective or something, and he feels threatened, and this detective's like, I've got loads of new ideas, blah, 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 and it's like a war, it's like a power struggle between the two, because one doesn't want to give up his ideals and his logic he doesn't want to adapt because what he's done has worked for him for so long but at the same time it's like would they have bought in this new guy this new person this new detective if they were like 100% content and happy with what he was doing and I feel like if I'm going to apply this to like the government real quick like I feel like the government don't understand I don't know if this is just because they're all just very of their own bubble but, like, we wouldn't be complaining and we wouldn't be upset and we wouldn't be crying about it and we wouldn't be rioting if there was no issue. And I feel like they genuinely seem to think that there is no issue. Do you know what I mean? Like, they they seem to think that these old ways and these old patterns are still benefiting us. Not that they ever really did, but do you know what I mean? I, I, like, it's confusing because I feel like we are... I mean, going back to the astrology side of it that I was speaking out originally, um, a couple of years ago there was this thing called the conjunction. I don't know a lot about it, <clears throat> like to, to like explain it. Um, but what I do know is that it was like a really rare planetary alignment that hasn't happened in like thousands of years, and it basically, like metaphysically, allowed people to like see the light and see the truth. Um, and that explains this. I think this happened in, twi- I want to say it was 2020 or 2021. I can't quite remember. It was a huge thing spiritually. And it was basically, they were all saying, everything is going to crumble now. Like, like there's this thing with spiritual like law that the age of Aquarius, which happened like last month, I think, which we, we, were, in the, we were in the age of Capricorn. No, we were in the age of Pisces, apologies. Um, Or we were in Capricorn, I can't remember. We were in one of the two. And basically it was about, like, I think it was Capricorn. I think it was. It was about growth and, yeah, it would have been Capricorn. Sorry, I'm sorry. It was about growth and so that would have been the Industrial Revolution and growing um, economies and businesses. And that was for the last, like, 2,000 years, I think. I want to say, maybe I'm wrong, don't quote me on it. 
but it was about so that was where we saw capitalist boom and that was a very individualist thought process like i me working for myself aquarius on the other hand is very communicative community i don't know if that's a word communicative collaborative like aquarius is a very um like i was gonna say family oriented i guess that works like think of the collective like the collective everyone on the planet is very collective oriented sign um it focuses on how people feel and how people think and more, more the intrinsic than the extrinsic um and obviously so if you look at the fact that we had this conjunction which is like allowing people to see all the shit that's going on in the world and then you look at all the things that have come out about the government and about all these people in power epstein like all of this different stuff that's come out since the conjunction on this sort of rapid scale to make people see like people like sp spiritualists used to say that 2020 was the year of 2020 vision because we all like got clarity like we all started to see things that we'd never seen before about like power structures and how things operate and what's happening to the kids and the borders in america and things like that um we were kind of uh, like our eyes were opened in a sense and then alongside with moving into the age of Aquarius, it's like this sort of overlap of, we're now starting to care more about each other. And we're starting to care more about how we're treating each other. And I feel like a big thing for Gen Z is whereas millennials and I don't know what the generations above that are, boomers and Gen X and whatever they're called, I don't know. Whereas they're kind of, the metaphor I always use, this is the one I always use, metaphor, I don't know if it's, I think it's metaphor. So I'm a bit frazzed this morning. I've literally just woken up. Um, the metaphor I always use is you're walking to a job interview and you're late, kind of. You're a bit late. And all these people in front of you are just in your way. And they're, they're being slow or they're, I don't know, they're doing all these things, irritating you. Millennials above, and obviously this isn't completely exclusive, like this isn't completely representative, but due to their generational attitudes because each generation has like a generational attitude um you can kind of see it like each generation thinks a certain way based on what they grew up with so millennials and up kind of think like can you just get out of my way i've got places to be whereas for some reason and i don't i think it's got something to do i would put it down to social media and how within social media we've we've learned we've grown up with seeing that everyone has a fully fledged life of their own so we then in turn sort of value everyone else's life a lot more than we did before because we never had that sort of insight to people's lives before you know like boomers fuck no like they they had nothing they had no insight yeah they had friends and and whatever but like it was very taboo to talk about your feelings back then and you couldn't talk about things that were hurting you and if you were depressed you just needed to have a drink and like it was very much like medicate with alcohol or I don't know and don't talk about it and sweep it under the rug and I say this because a lot of my family are boomers and I've seen how they operate versus how I operate and how people like my generation operates and I think our generation like especially with TikTok, like, the thing is with TikTok is it does turn your brain to mush. It literally does because of the attention span thing. Like, I can't deny that because I go through phases of loving it and then deleting it and, like, oh, like, because I learn so much on it, but my attention span, my attention span's already shocking, but TikTok just fries it. But 
you do sort of gain this appreciation for other people and the collective and I mean maybe this is just my algorithmic side of TikTok but we like I see a lot about like the collective and we all refer to each other as the collective and the collective and it's this new mindset I've never seen this before of like I feel like our generation is just like and I'm so sorry to use this word but we're just kind of more woke like I hate that word I hate that word but we really are like we just we just are more switched on we know what's going on like we're aware of things we don't just believe the news and the media because we understand that the media is a tool of coercion and fear-mongering to keep us in a low vibrational state blah 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 like you know what I'm talking about and I feel like this like I was saying with my journalist or reporter I can't remember what my analogy was this threatens older generations for some reason because they're like I think this threatens older generations where there's people in power because they're like fuck I like I think we we are way more focused on authenticity and where's our produce coming from where's things coming from what is your why are you doing this? Why are you interested in doing this? Like, we want to know the why and the where and the how. We're not just interested in buying something, you know. Like we, There's so much saturation in our markets that we really do want to know why we should buy into you. And you have to have a solid, concrete reason. And I feel like that's something that... Hello? Oh, my God. Sorry, my microphone just clicked off for some reason. I don't really know what that is. Um, I can't remember what I was saying. Something about... Oh, yeah, we, we just... We kind of, we're more interested in, I feel like, the story people have to tell about their product, why they're interested in, in this thing. Whereas older generations, I feel like, kind of just could flog things to anyone. And I feel like, what was my original statement? About moving on from things and, like, getting over things and releasing things. I don't know how I'm going to circle that back around, but I'll try my hardest. Um... Well, I feel like if I look at this from a generational standpoint, you can kind of see what I mean about how... I feel like we, us, I'm speaking to Gen Z here. I know there's a lot of older people that do listen to these podcasts, so apologies for this short segment, but I feel like we are becoming so aware of the damage that is being done to our planet and the issues that sort of are coming from past behaviours and it kind of does feel like we're the first generation that want to do something about it and obviously that level of change like I was saying here we go, I'm circling it around like I was saying to do with um the vacuum theory is when you are making that much change some things have got to go like seriously some things have got to go like and I know before I was talking about friends and I was talking about I don't know relationships or whatever but this is a kind of a bit more deep than that like if we're looking at it in a, in a, the sense of the future of our life on this planet the things that have got to go are these old institutions and these old ideals and these frankly old men in parliament that are unwilling to change their ways it's not just men I know there are a lot of women in parliament and governments throughout the world and big corporations that are just as bad but I think we 
we are aware of this we just don't know how to change it because right now we don't have the power or the ability it's kind of this thing like i said this before in one of my podcasts about like i made about kids um people don't want to give us a chance i think one because they're threatened by us and they know that we are going to be the cause for the most radical change i think like the planet scene because we realize that our time is running out um but also we i think we know how to get things done like i know kylie jenner's not a millennial and i don't know why i'm bringing up the kardashians in this but if you look at how she created a successful company that has bought her in billions of dollars through just social media usage. Like, we are, like, pioneering new methods that have never, ever been available before. And I think that kind of makes these old men jealous. And it threatens them, and they don't like it. And that's why they're trying to do things like censor TikTok and censor our communication, because they don't want us talking to each other. They don't want us all being able to post videos and say, look at this and look at this, I see this. Like, I don't know what their reasoning is for posting about TikTok. If you haven't seen the TikTok ban bill, look it up because it's terrifying and it's, it's like, really not normal. Like, it's not just to do with TikTok and it's kind of scary. Obviously, it's not in the UK, but I know some Americans watch me. Um, so, watch me, listen to me. So, just listen to it. Just read it because it's terrifying and you should probably protest it or, like, sign a petition for it or something. But... I feel like kind of that was me going on my um, (laughs) government rant that happens quite frequently. But in terms of just in your daily life at the minute, we obviously are in this period, in this phase where things are changing and new relationships are forming, old relationships are crumbling is a bit of an extreme word. I don't know what word I was going to use. Like there's less of a focus on them, you know. And I think... I think the hardest thing is that period before the air molecules have filled up the room. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) I hope I'm making sense by that analogy. It makes perfect sense in my head, but I don't know if it... I hope it makes sense. Um, And, like, I know how much of a lonely time it can be, especially... I think I said this in a podcast a couple months ago. um, Especially when you've been doing the same thing for so long or you've been involved in the same situations and experiences obviously your body's grown accustomed to that and that can be really hard to shift and coming from experience I'm kind of over talking about my personal experience because I don't know I just feel like it's a bit egoic but I will say that Mm. I'm trying to think about how to say this. I will say that... I'm trying to say it without sounding cliche, cringe, or, like, arrogant. But basically, the point of what I'm trying to say is that if you are, like, going through this period of, like, loss at the minute, or this period of, like, nothing, or feeling stuck... Or, like, there's this real... I don't know, I feel. I just feel like there's this real sense of stuck at the minute. A lot of people are stuck. They don't know what to do. They don't see an end in sight. There's friendship issues or there's 
relationship problems or there's abuse or there's manipulation or gaslighting or whatever. People, are, I feel like people are really going through some shit right now. And I feel like that is, I'm not trying to take away anyone's struggles and base it on spirituality because I don't like to do that. I think that's unfair. But what I will say is that through my three years seeing these patterns, I have seen that it's kind of like the calm before the storm, but not in the bad way, in the good way. Like, I don't know, like the night is the darkest before the dawn or something, I don't know, like that, where it's kind of like, this is like the roughest bit before it gets good again. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like this happens every year for me. For me specifically, this happens every year, but I don't know about other people. Other people say very similar things to me, um, which is why I felt the need to talk about it. But obviously for me, I like, really resonate with the fact that every year around this time is like the refocusing stage. It's like you, you're like, kind of deciding what's working and what's not, you know? And you're filtering out these processes of like, should I do this anymore? Is that working for me? I don't know. Also, I'm, I'm my audio waves in this podcast have been terrible and they've been shocking. So if the audio is all over the place, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't even know how to equalize it and I'm not gonna try to, I'm sorry. If you, if you have a problem with it, please tell me and you can do it for me. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it there. I feel like I've said enough. But thank you guys for listening. I've made a podcast in a while. So this was quite therapeutic for me. Um, so I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys all listening every so often. It's been nice. I haven't posted in a while and I'm still getting people listen like every week, every day, which is really nice. And I, I would like to extend my gratitude for that because it means a lot. And I think that this is something that I hold very close to my heart and I don't appreciate it enough. So this is me extending my appreciation out loud, verbally, which is really gross. It makes me feel sick, but <laughs> um, I'm trying to be more grateful in 2023. So there we go. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. I love you, bye.